All right. Welcome to the Activate Now podcast. My name is Lucy Colangelo and I'm your host. I'm also a communications expert who has dedicated herself to coaching students to success. And I am here to talk about all the things that I think parents and young people should be talking about. And the most recent uh, theme that has been emerging in my conversations with parents is the question of what kinds of questions should they be asking themselves if they want to figure out if their student is on track for success in life. Now, that's a huge question and the answers might surprise you. I have a top 12 list for you here today that I want to go over and it's in a format where I'm going to be telling you what kind of questions to be asking yourself and those kinds of questions that you should be getting into conversation with you with your young people. So let's get started. Let's get into it. You know, parents are often asking themselves if they're doing a good job. It's probably the thing we ask ourselves the most all day, every day. We think about whether or not we are guiding them in the right way. We want to feel like we're doing everything possible for them, giving them every single advantage imaginable. And so it's the most natural thing to ask yourself, hey, am I doing a good job? So I'm glad that you're here. We're going to go over 12 areas and I'm going to have some questions in each area. And Feel free to jump right in, take those questions home with you, um, and spark up a conversation with your student and see where it goes, see what you find out. Um, Hopefully, it'll help open up the conversation, create a stronger connection, and get you on track to success with your students. So number one, the number one question we all turn to is, are our kids progressing in academics, right? Is Are they doing well in school? Is it working? So are they performing well? Are they engaging in their studies? Um, people can ask themselves if they're actually developing the strong foundational skills that they need, like the reading, the writing, mathematics. You're wondering if they're doing it, um, it you know, if it's actually sinking in and if they're internalizing and actually learning uh, what's going on. Because a lot of kids, they might feel like they're just going through the motions. So it's really important to check in and see how they feel that way. And how do you approach challenges and problem solving when it comes to their academics and getting the work done, homework and all the other things? Like, is there a dedication and commitment to that? Do they value it? So these are the things that are really important to talk to young people because a lot of times, and I experience this often when it's parent-teacher interview, both my kids are in high school now and, um, I feel like those parent-teacher interviews are so critical. They're important that we need to get into them. And um, we need to be going beyond what's showing up on the report card. You know, I feel like report cards are not an accurate measure of this question here today about whether we're on track and getting um, on the road to success here. So in my world, in the Shine On uh, world, we believe in going beyond report cards. We believe in clarity maps. We believe every single student should have one. Uh, The younger, the better, even if they're not the ones filling it out. If they're in that conversation powerfully with their um, parents and their educators, they are being set up and supported powerfully to make the next step, the next move in their their journey, in their path towards success and towards achievement. So that's number one is academic progress. We're wondering about 
whether we're on track there. Now, number two is social and emotional development. We wonder about that too, don't we? We think, do do our kids have positive relationships with their peers and with adults, right? Do they have healthy friendships? Um, How well do they handle stress and setbacks and conflicts with their friends? Um, And are they developing empathy and emotional intelligence? That's a big one. That's a buzzword around these days. And that's just, you know, a lot of times kids are growing up and they're just being told what's appropriate and they don't know the why behind things. What's what's the reason why, um, you know, when somebody does something for you, you say thank you. Like just little things like that, but it goes into bigger, bigger examples. We need to be developing that social emotional um, skill set, and we need to be in those conversations to make sure that those things are happening. So kids need a lot of explaining, a lot of repetition, and they need that development there. So that's number two: social and emotional development. Number three is extracurricular activities. You know, we want to have a balance in our lives and. How much of a healthy balance do we have between pushing academics versus non-academic pursuits? Like what kind of ambitions and goals do we allow our kids to have outside of school? And what kind of balance are we striking there? This can be all kinds of things, sports, arts, anything to do with community involvement, community service, even getting jobs and all that type of thing. Like what engagement do they have with the world around them? What are they doing outside of going to school? So number three was extracurricular activities. Number four, this one is probably one of my favorites, independence and responsibility. How do we get them to be more independent and more responsible? Uh, The question is, uh, is you know, we're asking ourselves if our kids are actually taking on age appropriate responsibilities at home and at school and in their daily lives. Are they developing good organizational and time management skills? Do they understand that concept or are they just scheduled and you tell them where they're going? Uh, It's a really big, important piece of the Shine On Method and the community and the clarity map that I've created. It's all about that, like being intentional with our time, understanding what we are committing to, taking responsibility, and getting after it, getting it done. We get excited about that sort of thing. And when we're first learning how to think that way, it's not fun. Um, I right now can tell you I'm dealing with that with my young people. They're coming home and I'm expecting that they work on uh, a component of the Clarity Map, which is a a tracker is what we call it. So we're time tracking. We're training ourselves to see Um, our schedules and blocks of time, especially uh, in this house, uh, the kids get home around 2.30. So they have six hours before we start the wind down and going to bed. So what are they doing with all that time? What is happening with those six hours? So we're doing the time blocking thing and we're talking about it. And I'm teaching that in Clarity Mapping with the Shine On Method. So this is an important one. I love it. Independence and responsibility was number four. Number five, critical thinking and creativity. Now, this one's really um, important because how do you know if your child can think critically and creatively in various situations? How do you know if they can uh, assess a situation and, you know, gather evidence like 
sort things out, what's important, what's not important, what's a distraction, what's going to help them keep their focus, that kind of thing. Are they encouraged to explore their interests and express their creativity? Are they makers and doers? Are they into something and are they able to explore and investigate what that is that's catching their attention and do something about it? So critical thinking and creativity is super important. That's number five. Now we're moving on to number six. Number six. Number six is really important if you have a student in high school, especially in the latter part of high school. Career and future planning. That's number six. Does my child have an idea of their interests and potential career paths? Are they exposed to various career options and educational paths? How well do they understand the importance of continuous learning? I mean, school is everywhere all the time, right? And with the kind of world that we live in, we're always going to be having to upgrade our skills. So essentially, this question boils down to, in this area, how well do they know themselves? And when you get to that point, when you're in those later years in high school, you're making decisions about your next move to college, university. You might be looking at student debt, taking that on to get yourself educated. Do you know what place you're um, taking in the world? What do you want to do, right? So what interests you? What What are you good at? Do you know your strengths and all that good stuff? These are things that we need to be cultivating and nurturing at an early age. And it's Essentially, there's a huge part of why I created Shine On and why I created Clarity Mapping is because of that. Kids need more support to be in this self-discovery conversation, and we need structures to support them in that. So number six, career and future planning. We need them dialed in and tuned into who they're becoming in this world. And we need to be excited about it and empowering them in the process. And that's absolutely possible when we take a proactive approach. So that was number six, my favorite. It sounds like, cause I'm going on a little, but career and future planning. Now, number seven, let's get into number seven, communication skills. Here I am with a top 12 list bringing you these questions, hoping to inspire that you're going to get into these conversations with your young people to spur something, you know, plant some really juicy seeds that you can uh, nurture and cultivate so that they can start to develop that focus in their minds about what's really important. And that all happens in communication. So how effectively does your child communicate with you and with others? Are they really good at expressing themselves verbally and in writing? How's that going with school with assignments and things? Are they comfortable expressing themselves? Do they have their own independent thoughts and experiences that they can share their opinions? And um, it's just essential that young people develop strong communication skills. And we're finding more and more, I'm hearing from teachers that this is something that kids stumble over. And, um, you know, the digital age that we live in and our kids on devices all the time, there's a lot of uh, research out there that says that this is kind of uh, slowing their progress and their development in this area. Because if you're just going to pacify the time on devices, you're not actually practicing engagement with other people. And so communication skills suffer when you're uh, idle and kind of checked out, right? You don't have opportunities to practice conversation, don't have opportunities to practice uh, sharing your opinions and ideas and exploring concepts and kind of listening to other people's point of view and developing um, how you listen and all that kind of thing. Really important stuff. So communication skills. 
number seven, really, really important. Number eight, another favorite, resilience and grit. How does my child handle setbacks, failures, and challenges? Are they developing resilience and a growth mindset? This is huge. A growth, a growth mindset, being more resilient is essential, especially if we're talking about their future and how they're going to find their way to success. This is going to be something that they're going to have to have fortified in them, that there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be challenges. There are going to be failures. How do you get up from them and move forward? It's an essential puzzle piece of the whole thing. It is a skill that needs to be developed. And we talk about it a lot in Clarity Mapping and in uh, the Shine On community. It's called The Collective. We get together. We get into these themes and conversations because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. If it's not pointed out to you, you're not going to see it that way. You're not going to see that you need to uh, understand that things are going to change and you need to keep your eye on these things and look at what is changing, what can you control, what's out of your control, and how are you going to respond. These are really important skills to develop and kids don't develop them if this is being done for them by their parents. So Resilience and grit, an essential skill, an essential trait to finding your way to success. And the teen years, the student years are critical time to practice developing this kind of mindset. Uh, the growth mindset is what it's called if you want to do some more research on that. So number eight, resilience and grit. I could go on and on. Really important. Kids need to learn how to handle change and how to empower, be empowered in the process of figuring things out. Number nine, here we go, technology and digital literacy. So technology is a part of our daily lives in so many ways, and we're all walking around with computers in our hands these days. It's a huge it's a huge component of our lives now, and it never used to be, right? And now we have young people growing up with all this technology and we are asking ourselves are they developing appropriate technology and digital literacy skills um i mean scrolling in an app that's not complicated right so these devices these phones and computers that we have are powerful computing devices that i mean we're just scratching the surface if all we're doing is enjoying some sort of a social media um tool so it's something to think about. And are we being aware of the responsibility of this? Do we know how to use technology and online resources responsibly? Do we know how to use them to our advantage? I mean, there's young people that I talk to and I'm like, have you researched this? And they just look at me and I'm like, you have a computer in your hands. They can access the internet and just an entire planet's worth of information. If you're curious about something, let's get in there. Let's get after it. Let's explore what, you know, what catches your interest and attention. And that's not, that's not happening here. We're just losing our time. And I teach that in clarity mapping. We do the time management, time blocking thing. And what inevitably obviously pops up is that a lot of time is being stolen by just idle entertainment time, let's call it, can you know, just social media time or, or whatever. There's a place for it. These tools are very powerful. They can connect us. They can create a deeper connection with our communities, with whatever circles we run in. 
kids get to keep track of all that. I know that it's an important component. It is in this home, but it has its place. In our home, there's a huge distinction between whether or not you're just passing the time and scrolling, or are you engaging with someone that you know you know in real life? And are you making plans in real life to have an experience in real life? You know, so that's the kind of conversation we're having. So number nine is technology and digital literacy. So we need our kids to actually know how these phones, like what, you know, what's possible with them, with computers and all the things, right? And so I know that the, I know that what they could, the potential for these things is not, we're not rising to that potential necessarily. And I mean, it's the same here in this house as probably any other house. It's frustrating and annoying to have a parent that's coming at you going, okay, let's think a little deeper about these things. Let's expand our world. Let's make our world bigger. Let's do more. You know, they don't want to hear it. And I know they don't want to hear it, but they need to. And so um, number nine, technology and digital literacy. Number 10, let's get into number 10. Now let's just totally switch gears and go the other way. We're not just pacifying the time on a device and scrolling. We're talking about health and well-being. Number 10 is health and well-being. Is my child maintaining a healthy lifestyle, including proper nutrition and exercise? How well do they manage their stress and prioritize their mental and emotional well-being? So these are huge questions. This kind of couples with the one right before because there seems to be a huge connection between the two and just the quality of life that our young people are experiencing. And especially the student years, when you've got so much coming at you, all kinds of things are happening at the school. You might be involved in a bunch of things and all throughout all of this, you need to have the energy for all this. You need to have the health and vitality to manage it and manage the stress and manage all the possible disruptions in your schedule or commitments and everything that's coming. So in order to be able to juggle all those things, health and well-being has to be a conversation that's being had where the empowerment is on the young person, on the student, to make those healthy uh, choices and progress in their own understanding of their own body, what it needs. Um, talk all the time. I'm going to make that connection again with the technology and digital thing. Um, the phones hugely disrupt kids' sleep. and when I talk to them about um, their health and well-being, when we're inside the clarity mapping uh, experience, I mean, it doesn't occur to them that losing sleep is going to impact their mood and their energy the next day. It's kind of just like, like it's a negative downward spiral that they're in and they can't catch themselves to reverse it. And um, I ask for just one good night's sleep, like please, 10 o'clock, lights out leave your phone in the hallway or somewhere downstairs or somewhere else in the house and you are off the grid, checked out. You are giving your body rest, you know, like that biology, you're taking care of your biology. <laughs> so number 10, health and well-being, a huge component of um, making sure that they're developing and finding their way to success for sure. Number 11, this one's really interesting because I have different conversations with parents all the time about this, um, and I hope to uh, illuminate something. Um, you can get started this young. They can be in high school. They can be teenagers, and you can fully dive into financial literacy. Number 11 is financial literacy. We ought to talk about money. We need to understand what that system is in the world that helps everything move, right? So do, do our kids have a basic understanding of financial concepts and responsibility? 
And are they developing good money management habits? Are they understanding what things cost and what it takes to have a job and earning? Do they have opportunities to earn? Do they have opportunities um, potentially to even be entrepreneurial and and make something or offer their services, their time to earn money? Um, It's a huge piece. Financial literacy is broad. Anything to do with how money moves and how you can make money and how you spend money and save money and all the things, what it means. Um, If you're older and if you have students that are heading off to college, they need to understand what the debt and credit system is, especially if they're going to have student loans, all that kind of thing. There needs to be a concept of understanding that and we need to get into that. So we get into it in uh, in clarity mapping. We look at the results of our lives, what is productive. Um, if you're in high school, you're not expected to be producing an income. But as you get older, you might be able to produce a little bit and you could be very um, empowered and feeling very satisfied and successful in your life as you find your way into adulthood. So it's an important conversation. It's not one to be left to when you're already in college. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of issues there. If kids are not equipped to handle and understand that credit's out there, um, there's some, and what that system, what that system is and how it works, there's some real um, dangers that lurk in that area. So we need to get on top of it and empower them with some good information and education. So number 11, financial literacy, really important. And number 12, we are at the end of the road here cultural competence and global awareness. Now this one is really interesting. Um, I just say it to people like this. I mean, like, how well do they know the world? How well do our kids know the world? Do they know, you know, what's going on, the issues? Do they know where they fit in? Do they know where they could make a difference, where they'd want to make a difference? Is it informing their decisions about where they could engage and contribute and help that inform um, potentially what kind of career and education they pursue. Our kids need to be exposed to diverse cultures and perspectives. We need to be able to listen to each other and understand each other, where we're coming from. The planet is a huge place. There's a lot of people on it, a lot of different perspectives. We need to have a healthy sense of what's going on and where we fit into all of it. And um, yeah, so when it comes to global issues and the role of a global society, like talking about big concepts, like taking care of the planet, you know, all kinds of things like that. We need to be in those conversations. We need to be in them early and often so that it's not so overwhelming. And a lot of people just feel like they want to check out and do nothing about it because it just feels like there's so many problems to solve. Um, Here at Shine On, here in my world, we believe in clarity mapping. We believe in sorting things out, sorting ourselves out, knowing ourselves really well, um, having a healthy, positive mindset. And we believe in getting out there and and making things better and making a difference. So we don't really spend a lot of time in, um, in an idle kind of state, just looking at that the things are the way that they are. You know, we look at what can we do to make things better. Um, and how can we uh, bring the best of ourselves forward to do that? So I've talked about it. I've mentioned it a few times. Clarity mapping is what um, I'm all about, what this channel and putting these types of episodes up, what it's all about for me is activation. 
called the Activate Now podcast because I believe we need people that are activated and alive in this world. And we need to connect to these concepts that I've talked about here today to nurture and cultivate the best of our um, talents and skills and gifts within our kids to bring them forward. And um, I just believe that when people take the time to really um, cultivate a positive mindset and know themselves really well, they're going to get up to really amazing things in this world. They're going to shine on. And that's what I'm all about. That's what um, sharing all these tips and these lists is all about. And if you want to learn more, I invite you to shineonmethod.com. See what we do with our student programs, with the success coaching. Um, see what it means to have a clarity map. Um, join our community. It's called the Clarity Mapping Collective. And in the membership, you get access to a course that takes you through and you get to generate your very own, your first draft of a clarity map, help you understand who you are and help you make a plan for a path forward for becoming the best version of yourself. So I invite you to check that out, shineonmethod.com. The links will be in the description. And there's also um, the actual membership that you can look into, which is shineonmethod.com forward slash CMC, Clarity Mapping Collective. All right. I hope to hear from you. And I hope you've enjoyed this list. Drop some comments. Let me know uh, if it sparked something and what kind of conversations you got into with your student. And also subscribe. And I'll be back again with some more. All right. Take care. Thank you.